Welcome to A Second Chance at Life. I am your host, Arvella Beckworth. Adversity can oftentimes feel isolating, especially if you're the strong friend like me. I created this podcast to be your accountability partner and strategist, giving you the tools to build and enjoy the life of your dreams. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies that you can apply to do life over again. So whether this is your second, third, or even fourth chance, it's always a great time to start over and build better. Now, let's get to work. Welcome to season four of the Second Chance at Life. I am the host, Arvella Beckworth. If this is your first time to my show, I want to welcome you. And if you're one of my returning listeners, thank you, thank you for coming back. Now, before I start the show, I want to let you know about a new community that I have. It's called A Second Chance at Life Society. It's a safe space for women to support each other through setbacks, victories, and whatever else is on your mind. So if this is something that you're interested in, make sure you sign up by clicking the links in the show notes and you will receive an email with the private link. I'm so excited to start this new season, Purpose After Pain series, because I believe not only will there be some healing, but there will also be a time to release some hurt, understand some things, and also just look at things from a different perspective. During my healing journey, that was one thing that I had to learn the hard way. I had to see the other side of the coin because I was looking at it from a hurt heart. I was looking at it from one-sidedness. Plus, I don't think I was probably looking at the whole picture in its entirety. So I was picking and choosing what pieces that I wanted to see in turn only giving me partial of my healing. So this season, I challenged myself to not only heal myself during this time, but also to take you guys along this healing journey. So hopefully you guys can take something from it and go along with your own healing journey as well. In life, we all go through something that makes us say, Lord, why me? Why do I have to go through this? What lessons are you trying to teach me? But we don't always hear a response. Now, I had a lot of those why me scenarios, and I will probably have a few more in my lifetime. But I believe the hardest one that I struggled with was being in an abusive relationship. And as I think about it, I think the reason why it was so hard is because it was at a time in my life where um, I was still trying to find myself. I was in my early 20s. And then I thought the person that was supposed to love me, well, guess what? I come to find out he didn't love me as much as I thought. As women, we love hard by nature. We love our kids. We love our significant other. We love our parents. We love our siblings. We love what we do. So it's so easy for us to love and give freely. For me, I'm the same way. 
I love really hard. So it's a big disappointment when I give my all to someone and I don't get it in return. But let me go back just a little bit. When I was in my 20s, I just finished high school and maybe it wasn't 20, maybe it was closer, maybe end of 18, beginning of 19. I was at a time where I no longer had a curfew because I was of age, just got my first car, and I was working at Ticketmaster. I don't know if a lot of people know, but uh, Ticketmaster was a place that sold tickets here, and uh, it was a big call center, and anytime they had a new concert or a new uh, upcoming game, we were kind of the first to get our tickets to go. So in my mind... I was excited. I had my life planned out. You know, I'm single. I had my four-year life planned out where I was going to graduate college, become a AKA, which is a sorority, make enough money to buy my first house by the age of 25 and travel the world. But things didn't go that way. I got pregnant my first semester in college, had to drop out and get a full-time job second semester. And by the midsummer, my daughter was born a month early. Now, as you can see, I had to adjust to becoming somebody's mom real quick. And along with that, I was also trying to figure out why the person who I thought loved me continually to dis continually disrespected me. Now, when I say Lord, why me? I was coming from a place that I was this shy girl that didn't get into big trouble that just kind of stuck to herself. So when I had this seven year rocky relationship just blow up and just get real violent, I'm like, why? Why am I going through this? What do I do to deserve it? What karma did I put out there for me to have to deserve this type of physical altercation. And I would ask God, and at sometimes there was never a moment where I heard him clear enough to get a response. Now, I'm not saying that God wasn't talking to me because he could have been telling me the whole time. I just wasn't listening. I was too busy with my guard up. I had too much commotion going on in my life. And I think if I would have heard the answer he would have told me before the relationship started, I probably wouldn't have liked it and probably gotten a relationship anyway. But during those seven years, the relationship was rocky. We were evicted three times, had to stay with other people off and on four times. Lights got turned off twice. I was pushed through a window during one of the altercations. And I didn't know why I was going through this. But I stayed. I stayed. I tried to make something work that probably shouldn't. Trying to make someone that was broken see something special in me, and he couldn't. But I continually ask God, Lord, why me? Now, I finally got my strength right around July 16, was it 2005? 2005, I want to say. Right around that time, I moved into my own spot. I had to get a one-bedroom apartment because at the time, that's all I could afford. Because of my multiple evictions, I was even surprised I got this place. But I know you guys heard the saying, but God, God definitely made a way out of no way. 
it was hard for me to understand that during this seven years, not only was I going through domestic violence, but I was going through low self-esteem. I was going through bankruptcy. I was going through uh, payday loans, in and out of jobs. I just kept going through scenario after scenario. And I seemed like I couldn't catch my breath. And I'm like, dang, what ha- what what have I done that really has had me going down this path of uh, event after event that things are not going my way. And like I said before, God might've been talking to me the whole time. I just wasn't listening. So as time progressed and I finally got over the relationship into a new one, those things that I dealt with in my past, I still wasn't completely healed from them. I still had moments where certain things triggered me or brought me to a space of, ooh, I remember that, or ooh, I don't like that. So there was still some healing going on in me. And as soon as I thought I was over it, something popped right up to tell me, no, you still got some more healing to do. And so one day I heard a sermon and the preacher said, excuse me, We all go through things and we ask God, why us? But have you ever asked yourself, why not you? And I thought about that and I was like, well, dang, that's kind of harsh. But then I thought about it. Why not me? You know, why, why were the things that I were going through? Who said I was not supposed to go through those things? Oh, yes, they hurt me. They put me in a spot where I felt vulnerable, insecure, and didn't like how I feel felt at the time. But when I heard that, I was like, I never thought about why not me. But then I think the second statement really got me is that when you go through things, nine times out of 10, it's not about you or for you. It's for someone else to learn the lesson that you had to go through but they don't take as long to get through it as you did. Ouch. (laughs) I was like, okay, if this is the case, Lord, you could have shown me another way to learn this lesson or to show somebody to have to get through this lesson. But I know in my mind, there would have been no other way that I could have taught another woman to get out of a domestic violence relationship, how to get through her finances how to build her self-esteem back up, how to stay strong when things got hard, unless I went through the things that I went through in my past. And there will be some other lessons that I will have to learn to teach another season to someone else. But when I really sat and thought about it, I was like, dang, that is true. Maybe me going through this is not for me. It's for somebody else to see that I made it through despite my bankruptcies despite my evictions, despite my bad jobs, despite being a single mom, I made it through. So the next woman that may hear this podcast, that may hear my story, will see that, dang, she went through that, 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 and that, and she still made it through? Okay, I got this. I got this. You know, let me get myself together. It's going to take a minute, but I got this. And when I look at it in that view, that does make sense now. I had to go through some things to help the next woman to get through it. Now, I'm not going to lie. 
I'm not going to say, oh, it was fun going through this situation. I would rather not. But I don't know how else I would have explained to somebody else how to get through a tough situation. Now, I want to give you three things to keep in mind when you have those Lord, why me moments. Number one, in life, you will go through things that you will have that will have you asking yourself, Lord, why me? But if the answer doesn't come right away, you have to be okay without knowing. You may be going through it to help someone else in the future, or maybe the person who who you may be the person who got the wrong end of the deal and there wasn't a lesson, but you just happened to be the one that happened to have to go through it. I want you to change your thoughts to how do I get past this? What do I do now? How can I prevent this from happening again? Stop wondering why and start healing from it. Number two, one of life's lessons you should always keep in your back pocket. Don't keep, don't take it personal. The behavior of another person you will never be able to control, but you can't control how you react. Understand someone else's bad behavior is not a reflection of you, but of them. Yes, he cheated. Yes, she said some hurtful words. Yes, they were rude to you. But don't take it personal. But on the other side of that, you have to acknowledge when you're in the wrong. If you cheated first and now he's reacting to your cheating. Or if you said some hurtful words to her. And now she's reacting to your hurtful words. You got to understand that you have to accept your role in the situation. And you may not even be in the wrong, but definitely take a step back and do some self-reflection. Excuse me, self-reflection. Accept when you are wrong and acknowledge what, like I said, what role you play. Were you the one that started everything? Did you start the cheating? Did you start talking bad about the person? Did you start being rude before they were being rude? Understand? Hurt goes both ways. Last but not least, let go of playing the victim. I know you went through some painful things, that feel like you would never get past it. But I'm here to tell you, you will make it. No matter how hard the situation may have hit you, you still have the strength to push forward. Don't let the situation define you as a victim. Turn it around and start claiming yourself as a survivor, an overcomer, a warrior. I want you to remember that hurt is only temporary. Yes, it was painful. Yes, it shouldn't have happened to you. And yes, it happened again. But don't let what happened to you turn into a death sentence 
and rewrite your story. You do know you can change how this story ends. Pain and hurt can definitely leave a lasting scar on your life. But guess what, sis? You can heal from it. You will deal with death, childhood traumas, abuse, insecurities, regrets, fears, cheating, lies, and many other things that will try to break you down. Life is hard, but it's also beautiful. Instead of saying, Lord, why me? Ask God to show you the purpose of this pain and wait on his answer. And while you wait on his answer, get a journal and start expressing your feelings. Create an outlet that will allow you to release your hurt on paper and give you the freedom and space to just let go. Sometimes it's hard to have those bottled feelings that you have inside verbally said. So start off with just writing it out. Get it out of your head. Get it out of your heart. Get it out of your situation and start the healing process from there. And if you don't know where to start, I am offering a free seven day purpose after pain journal. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can also find it at www.asecondchanceatlifepodcast.com. I'm a real big advocate of writing in journals because it's brought me through some hard times, but it also gave me a lot of my answers as well. Just by writing, it showed me areas that I was afraid to address But at the same time, it seems like when I was crying and those tears were falling on my paper, as I was writing, the answer was slowly being written in my journal. So if you're not in a space where you can afford going to therapy or you're unable to find a support group, start off with a journal and be vulnerable there. Let all your hurt out so you can at least start the healing process. And when you do become able to get with a support group or therapist, then you can take this journal with you and show them what you've been going through and some of the progress and change you had to go through to get where you're at so they can help you from that spot on and continue with your healing. I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you did, please let me know by leaving me a review. I would greatly appreciate it or send me an email at arvilla at arvillabeckworth.com. I would love to know how this episode has helped you. But don't forget, I also got my free seven day journal available in the show notes. So until next week, you guys keep smiling. Hold your head up and have a great week. Thank you for listening to A Second Chance at Life. If this episode has inspired you, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can hear more motivating episodes. And if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, be a friend and share. Until next time.